the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Bishop Derek Greer, the radio ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. We're so glad you joined us, and we pray that you are strengthened and transformed by God's Word today. Are you ready? Let's get into the Word. Matthew 2 and verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Jesus was born sometime between A.D. 6 and A.D. 4. Bethlehem existed about six miles outside of Jerusalem, a tiny little town with a population of only a few hundred people. But how many of you know the greatest oaks begin as a tiny acorn? Microsoft and Amazon all started in garages. Dell computers started in a dorm room. Walmart started in a tiny town in Arkansas. Grace Church started in a high school. Big things often begin in small places. And in the days of Herod the king, Jesus was not born in cushy modern times. He was born in very perilous and dangerous times. When Herod became king, he immediately drowned the legitimate high priest in a pool. Then right after that, he went and he murdered 46 members of the Sanhedrin and replaced them all with pawns. The impact of what Herod did when he became king lasted for over 30 years and was part of the reason why Jesus faced such religious corruption in his time of ministry. In the midst of those times, behold, the reason behold's there is because it's a tiny town, it's a dark period, but despite all of this, the light's about to shine. Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. God always preserves a remnant. A remnant is an unlikely group of overcomers that God raises up just to confound the wise. Saying, where is he who was born king of the Jews? 
So the first thing the wise man did is go to Jerusalem and visit Herod's palace. Herod's palace was bejeweled with four towers, seven-story towers at that on each corner. His palace had a bathhouse, courtyards, a Roman theater, banquet rooms, extravagant living quarters for him and all of his visitors. And the Magi thought, surely, if a king was going to show up, he'd show up in a place like that. Isaiah 55 and verse 8 says, God speaking, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. You see, when I read my Bible, Abraham was too old. Jacob was a liar. Joseph was abused. Moses stuttered. Gideon was afraid. Rahab, a prostitute. David had an affair. Elijah got suicidal. Job went bankrupt. Jonah ran from God. David had an affair. The disciples fell asleep. Martha was worried all the dog on time. Timothy had an ulcer. But God chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Don't give me too much help because I'll get happy up in here. I'll get happy up in here. And he continues, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your what? Thoughts. I always end up in trouble when I think God should do as I think. Don't get me wrong. God helps me understand, but I, I usually don't really get it to after the fact. My mother used to say, hindsight is twenty twenty. I didn't know what she was talking about till I lived some life. But what I've learned is until I can connect the dots, all I, I, I can do is trust him. Yes. I've learned to trust him when I feel good. Yes. Trust him when I don't. Trust him when things go my way, when things don't go my way. Faith is not always having the answers. It's knowing the one who does. Matthew 2 and 2. For we have seen his star in the east. That's why you're here today, because God showed you something and you showed up. Now, these wise men were probable students of the writings of Daniel. Now, if you remember, Daniel was appointed over the magi or the wise men in Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar. And then later he served under the Persians. But centuries later, these magis were still quite powerful. These men in particular, they specialized in math, astronomy, alchemy, medicine, prophecy, dream interpretation. These guys were actually considered the scientists of their time. But these men were not Jewish. These men were pagan. 
But I want you to notice God was willing to speak to them in a language they understood. And in this case, the stars. Oswald Chambers says, God usually speaks to us in the language we know best. Sometimes through our ears, but more often through our circumstances. For we have seen his star in the east and have come, watch this, to worship him. They traveled most likely from Baghdad or at least around that area to Jerusalem over 900 miles following a star, but they didn't travel that far to play games. The Bible said they came to worship him. Are there any worshipers in the house today? How many folks have come here to worship the king, to grow in our God, to find shelter in a crazy world when it comes to worship? As I proved today, God's not moved by the quality of your voice. Only the condition of your heart. And if you would just praise him wherever you are, you will experience the presence of God in your midst. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. Now, Herod was an extremely gifted man. He was a great architect and a great builder. Actually, his form of architecture is called Herodian architecture because it, it, was, it, it, was, it was gorgeous and, and, and he was celebrated around the world for, for this ability. But history also tells us he was so paranoid that he killed his mother-in-law, then his brother-in-law, one of his wives, and two of his sons. And just because you have a gift in one area don't make you right in every other area. This man was such a mess that Augustus Caesar said, it's safer to be Herod's pigs than one of his sons. So this man was troubled in all Jerusalem with him because everyone knew how insecure the king was and they feared how he might respond. And insecurity can make monsters of the best of us. And when Herod had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And we find out later he only wanted to kill the baby. And, and you know, it's much easier, you know, pulling up a seedling than, than a full-grown oak. So that's why the devil attacks you when you're young. And if he can't physically kill you or get you to kill yourself, He'll try to kill the right choices in your life. He'll try to destroy the right appetites in your life. He'll make sure you you don't have the right associations in your life. You see, the devil's not stupid. He's quite strategic. He wants to destroy you while you're young so you can never really mature into a full-grown threat. You'll see pictures in India of these massive, beautiful Indian elephants tied down to a simple peg in the ground. And you wonder, how could this massive, powerful animal be held by a peg? Let me explain how it happened. It started when that that, that elephant was young. You see, when the elephant was young, they tied him to a peg, but he didn't have the strength to break out. 
But what happened is over time as he grew, he got conditioned in his mind and he thought that he couldn't do what actually he was able to do. What the devil wants to do is build strongholds in your mind while you're young so that when you get old, you won't even try to break them. You'll just accept them. You'll go with culture and say, I'm this way and I'll always be this way. I can never be free from this because of what happened to me when I was a child. But God said, if if any man in Christ, he's a new creation and and, and, and the the joy of the Lord is is, is my strength. And said, the Lord is the strength of my life. It said, greater is he that's in me that's in in the world. And, And there's a strength that comes to us in Christ. But we've been so conditioned when we were young that we no longer try to get free. So they said to him in Bethlehem of Judah, for it is written by the prophet. Everything we need to know about how to find Jesus had already been written down for the Magi and the wise men. And everything you need to know about how to find Jesus has been written down in this book. Skip to seven. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star had uh, appeared. What happened is they saw something in the sky around the time of Jesus' birth, which was about two years prior. That's why the soldiers were ordered to kill all the babies under two years of age, because it was two years prior that they saw the, the, the sign in the heavens, but it was just a, a sign in the heavens, and they knew to come to Jerusalem because of Daniel and all the rest. At verse 8, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may, watch this, come and worship him also. How many of you know he was lying? Everybody talking about heaven ain't going. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them. You see, when they first saw the star in the heavens, it got them moving in the general direction. But then it appeared again, just like the children of Israel were led by a fire by night and cloud by day. But this is when the star got more specific. You know, faith is progressive. It's only after you take the first step that God shows you the next. So after they leave, the star they saw when they were in Babylon now starts to go before them till it came and stood over the young child. Now, obviously, this was a star that only they could see, otherwise Herod would have followed Scholars and mathematicians, I'm not, I don't know, but they say in order for a person to be able to follow a light or a star or any object to a specific home, it can't be more than a mile high. So if they're following a star, and if it's super high, how would you really know the specific house? So again, this is something they saw and no one else saw. Till it came and stood over, watch this, where the young child was. Now, this is the first challenge of leadership and leading. 
At first, only a few folks can see it with you. But the second challenge is the problem with stars is we only see them when it's dark. And to truly lead, you got to be in a dark place. And if leadership was easy, everybody would do it. Somebody said, if you're not bleeding, you're not leading. And I'm not talking about leadership in the church, leadership in the government. I'm talking about leadership in your homes. Talk about leadership in the job, leadership with your children, children, leadership at school. When they saw the star, if you want to see something that few people see, you got to be willing to do what few people will do. And these men walked all these miles because they saw something. I know as we celebrate, and I'm, I'm going to be fast today. I'm almost done already. This is our first Christmas in this building. Get in it. And as I look around at your smiling and, and happy faces, I'm reminded that for over 20 years, people told me grace would be more successful if you just stop teaching the Bible so much. People don't want all that. Just give them good musicians, and we got them by God's grace. That's just a bonus, that's an extra, hallelujah, they're incredible. Give them a few encouraging and massaging points. Let them shout over what they already know. But Pastor and I, We felt you were smarter than that. We felt you deserve more than that. I believe God's people were more sincere than that. So we followed a star that only a few people could see at first. We started from the bottom, but now we're here. Because we followed our star. And everybody may not get it, but if you follow the star... That God has assigned you. In the end, it will speak and not lie. And when they saw the star again, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And here's what I've learned in my life. There'll be moments you will not see the, the, the star or the vision as clearly as you did originally. But I can tell you, if you don't let the Herods discourage you, the clarity, the brightness, and the joy will eventually reappear. Verse 11, and I'm going to finish on this verse. And when they had come into the what? House. This is my big point this Christmas morning. They did not come to a mansion. They did not come to a palace with a bathhouse, with four towers, courtyards, a Roman theater, banquet room. When they come to the simple house, they traveled 900 miles, only about 20 miles a day on camel. They slept in tents, dealt with the bugs and the incense, insects, to find only a toddler in a very ordinary house. 
But what I want to say to you, too, is if they would have arrived even earlier, it would have been worse. They would have found a babe, some say in a cave, because that's where the shepherds often kept their flocks. Others say it was a stable. Others say it was the part of the house where livestock was was kept. But the bottom line is, when they came to meet him, they probably would have been, if it would have been on that first day, quite disappointing. Even worse than it was this day. But watch this. And when they came into the house, have you ever followed your star? Followed something you believe God had shown you, but it led you to a stable. It led you to stink. It led you to less than conditions. I mean, you had high hopes at the wedding altar. High hopes when you wrote the business plan. High hopes when you got the job. High hopes when you joined that particular ministry. But now you're up to your elbows in stable stink. But when they came into the house, they didn't despise the day of small beginnings. When they came into the house, they said, you know, that ain't good enough for me. I didn't come all that way for that. I ain't messed with that. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm gone. No, when they came into their assignments, even though it didn't look the way they thought it should look, when they came into the house, they saw what the prophets have been speaking about for centuries. They saw the hope of humanity, but not in a place they thought they'd see it. Wise men and women, can you still see God in disappointing places? Pay attention to what I'm saying to you this morning. Can you still see God? Where you're disappointed, your heart's been broken. Dear God, how did it end up like this? Can you still see God in that moment? They saw the young child with Mary, his mother. Watch this. These are rich, powerful men, Magi, and fell down. Are you so disappointed in what you discovered, what you found in God's house? Are you so focused on the disappointment you can't see the face of God? Despite their disappointment, they saw Jesus. And this Christmas, people you love may have died. People you thought would be with you forever have walked away. 
Maybe you're dealing with things in your body and you thought that your Christian life would be different than it is. You thought you'd have more friends. Maybe you thought you'd be married by now. Maybe you thought you'd still be together. Can you still see the face of God in your situation? I just want to encourage you this morning to look for God in a place that might be disappointing, a place that might be less than, a place you didn't really dream of or or imagine if you would just be faithful and look a little bit closer. You will see everything God wants you to see. It's just His ways are not our ways. This has been Live Big with Derek Greer, the radio broadcast ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. It is our sincere prayer that you are blessed and empowered to live a life bigger than yourself today. If you want to know more about becoming a Christian or want to rededicate your life to Christ, Bishop Greer wants to walk you through a step-by-step guide. It's the most important decision you'll ever make. Visit gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. And while you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's all for today. Until next time, live big. Get ready for our annual New Year's Eve celebration. First, we will have our 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. services right here at Grace. Then come back and join us at 10.30 p.m. as we power into the new year together with prayer, worship, and an impactful message from Bishop Greer. Grace family, how you finish one thing is just as important as how you start another. So, end the year strong as we thank God for 2023 and praise Him for what's to come in 2024. Whether you are new to the Grace Church family or a seasoned ambassador, please be sure to bring your family and invite a friend, as we will have plenty of room for all. The evening celebration starts at 10.30 p.m. with doors opening at 9.45 p.m. All children and youth will worship together in the sanctuary with their parent or guardian for this evening celebration. So, mark your calendars for December 31st and visit gracechurchva.org NYE for more details. We look forward to celebrating with you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.